So today we're learning the word Emmanuel. Can you say that with me? Emmanuel. It's kind of a big word. It means God with us. And Isaiah brings this message to Ahaz, but like any message, it comes to a certain people in a certain place, and it means something for us too. You see, the thing we need to know about Ahaz is that Ahaz is a king of the kingdom of Judah, which we've learned about, and he's in trouble. But Ahaz isn't super worried about the trouble because he's got a plan. He's got a plan to deal with it. He's going to do things his own way. He's going to take things into his own hands and he is going to deal with the problem until Isaiah shows up. And Isaiah tells Ahaz, you don't even have to worry about the problem. God is going to take care of it. All you have to do is sit there, do nothing, and trust in God. The problem is, Ahaz did not trust in God. He didn't believe God. And so that's why God tries to bring Ahaz to faith by giving him a sign. So this is our text for this morning. This is what Isaiah says. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. You see, Ahaz wanted to be in control of his own situation. He wanted to even be in control of whether or not God's going to give him a sign. But what Isaiah tells Ahaz is that you don't get to be in control. God is in control. And the sign is that the virgin will conceive and bear a son and you will call him Emmanuel. God with us. And for Ahaz, that wasn't great news. Because when the Almighty God, the God who is in control of everything, the God who created the world, is actually involved in my life, that means I don't get to be in control. That means that God is in control the entire time. For Ahaz, that wasn't good news because he didn't get to be in control. It wasn't good news because he didn't trust in God. For Ahaz, the fact that God is with us wasn't good news because God was not for him. And that's the question that we face as we hear Isaiah's word. When Isaiah says God is with us, the question we ask is, well, he's with us, but... Is he for us? It's because like Ahaz, so often I want to be in control. I see the things going on in my life and maybe I don't have it all together. Maybe my finances aren't completely in order. But give me a minute. I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to make it happen. But God is with us. Emmanuel. 
Or maybe for you, it's, it's good health. You, know, you want to be healthy. You want to be available for your family for a long time. And so, so you make the right decisions. You eat healthy. You exercise regularly. You hate spinach, but you eat it anyway. And then a diagnosis comes that you could have never anticipated. Emmanuel, God is with us. Or maybe for kids... It's just that everything in your life seems to, be, seems to be going a different way than you expected. So you got an idea. You'll just take control. Stop listening to the parents and teachers. Do what seems right to you. But you're not in control. Emmanuel, God is with us. These words sometimes can be scary as we ask the question, but is God really for us? And we have a video today to talk a little bit about Emmanuel and what it means in our lives. So let's watch this. Come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. I thought Christmas was about Jesus. Who's this Emmanuel guy? Emmanuel is another name for Jesus. It means God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Which he most certainly is not. Would you say that? Well, look at the day we've had. My truck broke down, then those ladies were rude to us, then you guys come along and what happens? Your sleigh breaks because of a rabbit. Where's God with us in all that? I think you're missing the point, Chuck Wagon. How so? God with us doesn't mean nothing bad will ever happen. It doesn't mean you won't ever have a bad day. Well, what's it mean then? It means the ultimate bad thing will never happen to you. The what? He's right. Emmanuel is one of the names for Jesus. Jesus is God with us. This is the most important bit of Christmas. This is what Christmas is all about. Oh, come on. I've heard that a million times. Giving what Christmas is all about. Family, what Christmas is all about. Getting a great deal on a new TV, what Christmas is all about. No, listen. The world says the real meaning of Christmas is all sorts of things. Shopping, family, big sales on TVs and refrigerators. But we know it's Jesus, right? That's why it's called Christmas. Christ's mass. Right. Look, God made us and he loves us. But we can't be with God on our own. Why not? Because God is perfect and we're not. We're always messing up. We're always making mistakes and fighting and hurting each other's feelings. That's true. I do mess up a lot. I was messing up just now, being unkind about your truck breaking down. I'm afraid I wasn't being very kind either. For us to go to God, we would have to be as perfect as he is, perfectly loving, perfectly kind every second of every day. Well, that's not gonna work. No, it isn't. There's a big old space between God and us that we just can't cross. No matter how hard we try, we can't be perfect. And unless we're perfect, we can't go to God. So God came to us. You see, that's why Emmanuel is good news. Because Emmanuel is a name for Jesus, and in that little baby boy that Mary carries around in her tummy, 
the word Emmanuel has a face. It is God with us and through Jesus, God shows us that he is completely for us too. God is with us and for us. How many of you have ever seen the movie Polar Express? Okay, I'm seeing a lot of hands still. So the Polar Express, do you remember that scene? They're, they're coming on the train tracks, and when they're on the train tracks, everything's good and fine. And then all of a sudden, there's this like pool of ice, and the train tracks just kind of end. And the train goes out on the ice and starts kind of spiraling out of control. Right? And the caboose gets in front of the engine. And if there's one thing you need to know about trains, is you don't want the caboose in front of the engine when you're not on the tracks. And it looks like the engine's out of control. It looks like everything is lost. But when that caboose is in front of the engine, the train wheels keep chugging. And the caboose kind of makes its way back around behind the engine. And the wheels keep turning. And eventually, that engine gets it back on the track. The whole train follows behind it. You see, the fact that God is with us is like he is the freight train that is pulling us along. And when we who are just mere cabooses insist on being in front of the engine somewhere off the tracks, well, that, then we can get into trouble. But when we recognize that this God is with us and for us and pulling us along, even through this big patch of ice, we trust in him. And that engine pulls us back onto the track and pulls us to the destination that we need to go to. That's why Jesus came to earth. He came to earth to show us that this God is with us and for us. And even though people wanted to be in control of their own lives, so much so that they put Jesus, the God who was with them on the cross, it was through the cross that God carries out his plan. And from the cross, Jesus says, forgive them for they know not what they do. On the cross, we see Jesus who is with us and for us. He is a freight train carrying us to the destination, even if it's through deserts and ice storms. And he's carrying us to eternity with him. Today, we have the privilege of celebrating the Lord's Supper. Here at the Lord's Supper, Paul writes, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We confess the entire Christian faith, which is Christ and him crucified as we come to this Lord's Supper. Here at the Lord's Supper, Jesus actually comes to be with us. And on the cross, he shows us that he sheds his blood to be for us too. You see, back in the day, people used to be terrified of the Lord's Supper because God came to be with them. And Martin Luther, in his first ever time celebrating the Mass, spilled the wine and rushed out because he couldn't do it. But when he came to recognize that this God is gracious, he came to recognize that God is with us. The God who is with us is for us. And this is his great gift for us.
Amen. Amen.